Good morning and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you all are having an absolutely fantastic day today, as always. We're staying busy down here at Health Masters in Sunshine, Florida. And thank you again for the calls and emails in support of Health Masters and supporting the show and supporting the company that we've continued to try to provide you the highest quality supplements in the world. So thank you for that support. If you guys need anything, healthmasters.com, the product of the week, probiotic, 100 billion, incredibly effective probiotic formula, one of the strongest on the market. We only have one more that's stronger. It goes up to 350 billion, uh, but the 100 billion one is usually very, very good for pretty much almost all applications. It's on sale right now for over 10% off as product of the week, so be sure to check that out. And first in news this morning, I thought this was interesting. I wanted to bring this up because I, I there's no way I'm ever going to let this entire thing go as far as the aspect of Epstein and the line and just continual hypocrisy that we've seen about this. And ironically enough, the issue that we saw down in the U.S. Virgin Islands, I talked to you guys about that a week ago, how the Attorney General, Denise George, sued, filed suit against J.P. Morgan, claiming they reaped financial benefits from Epstein's sex trafficking operation. Three days later, George was fired. We talked about that. It was oddly enough that Biden flew down to the Virgin Islands right during Christmas, and the next day she's terminated. The original complaint against the bank filed by George included a lengthy but redacted section on, and I quote, high net worth clients that Epstein had brought to J.P. Morgan. It had 11 separate entries spanning three pages on the complaint, which James O'Keefe of Project Veritas is desperately trying to get his hands on the original uh, complaint with all the redacted information on it. The original complaint notes that Epstein had an extensive relationship with former J.P. Morgan executive Jess Staley, who was CEO of Barclays until he resigned in 2001. Now, what's interesting is the original complaint now has been amended. As of last week, the lawsuit against J.P. Morgan suddenly was amended, which significantly shortened the high net worth client list to just three entries and unredacts two names we already knew about. Glenn Dubin, who's the owner of Highbridge Capital Management, who's directly involved with Epstein's business dealings. And then what's interesting about it, we also see that on the list, which we pretty much already knew this guy was involved in it, was Leslie Wexner, who's the billionaire and founder of Victoria's Secret and also CEO of L Brands. Epstein's was very close to Wexner, and Wexner let, lent Epstein his yacht whole lot of stuff they were in business with. But what's strange enough about it is, though, the high net worth client list got real short, real fast, and the unredacted list has not been seen yet. And so there's a lot of Freedom Information files that are going out now trying to figure out and have this stuff exposed. Because remember, these are the guys that need to be held accountable. I've said it before, and I've said it in a sarcastic but a very serious manner. Maxwell, Zane Maxwell, was the first person in history to go to prison for trafficking girls to no one. There was there was no perpetrator on the end. There was no buyer. There was nothing that ever got exposed to the public because they did not want the public finding out about who all these guys were behind the scenes that are running the show. Because remember, 
Epstein was really just a errand boy. All the money he got, all the houses he got, all the toys, all the assets. If you look back, and we've seen now through a lot of this, through his estate that's being exposed, all these guys were donating money to them. Does it make sense that you have billionaires giving Epstein $30, $40 million houses and compounds just for free? Obviously, there's a reason why they were giving him all this money and giving him all these assets. Well, because he was procuring certain things for them that they wanted, meaning children, girls. And this is a huge, huge problem here in the United States and throughout the entire country. And it has to be continually exposed, even though it is such a negative topic. It has to be exposed. And this is why I've continually told people, if you have kids – If you have young kids especially, be very careful with them when you're out in public. And I mean that sincerely. Lana knows I've gone over stuff with her. This is a continual problem in the United States with child trafficking, and it's a topic that very rarely gets talked about because it's so negative, but it is a serious problem. So be alert. Be aware when you're out with your kids, with your grandkids, with other people's kids, and continually have situational awareness. But I thought this was interesting now. The entire redacted list got shortened real fast now with this lawsuit. And quite frankly, I'm surprised this lawsuit against J.P. Morgan has not been dismissed or just basically dropped now, which we'll probably see that here in the next couple of weeks. But it's demanding a jury trial. And so these are the things that have to get talked about, and these are the things we have to continue to expose the best of our ability. Also, too, in other news, I had really good friends and customers and listeners come down yesterday and visit. It was fantastic to uh, talk to them and see them for a while. And they were telling me about Illinois because they're from Illinois. And what's interesting, I just saw an article on uh, on Zero Hedge because they were telling me about it yesterday. And Illinois State Senate has now approved legislation for sweeping assault weapon ban that's expected to pass the House and be signed by the governor The bill is an adapted version of the Protect Illinois Communities Act and will ban at least 100 different semi-automatic weapons, and they say high-capacity magazines from being manufactured or sold. That's, again, more word theater. High-capacity magazines are simply standard-capacity magazines for whatever gun they're in. That is just a trigger word they like to use. The bill also makes devices intended to increase the rate of fire of semi-automatic weapons illegal, which is so stupid about this. That that is such a vague term, devices intended to increase the rate of fire of a semi-automatic weapon. It's already illegal to convert a semi-automatic weapon into a machine gun unless you're an SOT2 manufacturer and you got an FFL and everything else. So what they're doing here is they're opening up broad terminology to be put into law so then they can determine well we say that makes the rate of fire faster but this is a vertical grip all it does help me control the weapon you know safer no we've determined it increase the rate of fire oh that is an eotech that is a red dot on top of it that also helps you have faster target acquisition that now is illegal as well This is what they've been doing for years in a lot of these states. They go in and they find these little terms that they put into these bills so they can go in and start taking Americans' Second Amendment right away from them. Not acceptable at all. Sad to see this. Not surprised to see this in Illinois, though. However, it's ironic enough the crime rate still continues to go through the roof in Chicago, yet none of this seems to be a factor to the legislators up there because, remember, they're not there for the people. They're not there by the people. They're there to push the agenda that they're told to now, as we've seen, the level of hypocrisy knows no pounds of these people. What do you think, Dad? Uh, 
you know, Austin, it, it, it blows my mind that these people are, you know, continuing pushing the gun agenda all of the time. It blows my mind, you know, and you're talking about this morning that the, that the Epstein group, the web, you know, becomes a key web for the Kabbalist Luciferian network, the synagogue of Satan, which is running the planet, and how we're not being told who all the people are who raped all these young girls. And it's just amazing to me. It really does. It really is. And there's a book that you need to read. And I, I covered it. I think it was last year, maybe the year before. It's, by on, it's on Epstein. It's on Dead Men Tell No Tales. And it's a book that everybody needs to read. And it goes into detail about his associations with Waxner, his association with all these financial groups that he's with, his association with financial groups that are running Ponzi schemes and how he was able to skate, skate away and not have anything to do with it, about all these people that give him all the money. It also goes into detail that he was a Mossad agent and he worked for, and he worked for Israel. And that, that book is one of the only ones that ever makes that extremely clear. And, and once you see this, you start seeing how this Luciferian network of Kabbalists who basically work out of Switzerland and work out of Tel Aviv are the ones that are continuing to run the web, the network of these groups and people and these giant corporations, you know, BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, we talk about all the time, all over the world because they control the money flow. And, and when you understand that and you see it, you start to realize what a bunch of weirdos these people are. I mean, they're really, really a whole bunch of weirdos. And, and, and you know, the Gateway Pundit came out and basically said there's a the World Economic Forum partner is now behind the sudden push to ban gas stoves. Now, a lot of you don't know this. I wasn't going to cover it because I, it, was, it was one of these stupid stories that came out a few days ago, but it's just not wanting to go. And now they want to take gas stoves away from us because the idiot Cortez has said that they damage your brain when you're inside and all the rest of it. And, uh, you know, there's a small amount of carbon monoxide they put out, I guess, is what she's talking about. But, but, you know, we need to understand that, you know, gas stoves have been around for a long, long, long time. The company behind the study saying that they're bad is called Carbon Free Buildings. That company is a partner of the World Economic Forum and has a true believer CEO who wants to rid the world of all carbon emissions, which is impossible and would lead to mass extinction, including CO2. You can't, you can't have that. It's you can't get rid of it. It says this article goes on to say it certainly looks like the regime and its fellow Democrats have received marching orders from their globalist masters. The World Economic Forum, based out of Switzerland, you know, Klaus Schwab, and the World Economic Forum and the Democrats both share a common goal of eliminating fossil fuels for the commoners while they fly gas-guzzling private jets across the globe. The elimination of gas stoves qualifies for another step towards completing the scheme. Now, if you look at this, there's a quote from the Dark Knight Joker, and it says it's all part of the plan. If you haven't realized that until now, you've not been paying attention. Now, let me stop one thing that nobody's talking about with gas stoves. Okay, if all you have is electric, how easy is it to take your smart meter and turn it off? Now you can't cook anymore. You know, Austin and I both have huge propane tanks buried. We have had enough of this whole thing with hurricanes. We've got generators. We've got all kinds of things going on, and we cook on propane. And the tank on that we cook on propane will last for years. It's that much gas, all right? So if they can stop you from cooking by stopping your electricity, they also want to stop you from cooking by Getting rid of your gas stoves and gas appliances. That way they have more control from a draconian you know, state over you in which you can't cook, peasant. Get outside and cook on wood. You go burn your trees, burn your furniture, cook on wood. That's what they're doing in the Soviet Union and Russia during the Russian Revolution. They were burning their furniture in their homes because they wouldn't, couldn't get firewood to heat their furnaces and heat their homes. They started burning furniture, and they started burning sides. They started burning all kinds of stuff. If you watch the movie Dr. Zhivago, you'll see that. Really good movie. And it's funny, again, Antifa – 
is first introduced, the anti-fascist organization against these, you know, the, the, the Germans, I guess, and anti, you know, Hitler people and all the rest of them started with Antifa and the Russian Revolution before Hitler even got an inroad or been elected chancellor of Germany. It's all so weird how this stuff is also orchestrated all the time. But watch that movie, Dr. Zhivago, and you'll see all of that stuff and how they were constricted. How he, Dr. Zhivago was constricted into service as a physician and forced to be with the military while they literally starved him to death and destroyed his heart and everything else that he was involved with. It's a good movie, a really good movie, beautiful, beautiful scenery in it. And it was done back in the 60s, and uh, I highly recommend that movie because it really gives you an insight of the Russian Revolution and what happened to the Russian people for over a decade. So be aware of what they're doing with the gas stoves. Be aware of why they're doing this. Why do they want you to have only electric cars? They don't want you to have you know, a 500-gallon tank of diesel behind the house with a diesel truck. They've already put this crazy DEF fluid in the diesels now that you have to have that. It goes bad. Uh, they've, they've done all of these things to restrict your ability to move freely and unmolested on your way. It's little by little. It's the proverbial frog in the boiling pot. It's just little by little they make these changes until you don't even realize why they're doing this. Now, now you know, there's a couple other things i got to ask you with this Davos and these people that are basically attending it. You know, you know they're supposed to be. 30 Congress members heading to Davos, you know, but they're keeping that list really, really quiet, quiet. I mean, why is our Congress going to Davos? And why is Georgia GOP Governor Brian Kemp heading to Davos? You know, will Kemp, Kemp lead the follow the lead of Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmore and sell out of state to the globalist WEF interest? When the World Economic Forum released its guest list for 2023 meeting in Davos, many were surprised to find it included Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp. Kemp, who recently won re-election over far-left Democrat Stacey Abrams, will be in Davos along with the likes of Democratic governors Gretchen Whitmore of Michigan, J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, Dil Abiel Hobnob with Kadao Schwab and his merry band of globalists, including Bill Gates, the Soros clan, Larry Klink of BlackRock, surprise, surprise, Michael Bloomberg, surprise, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres, and many others with wealth and power. So all of this stuff is just so weird to me that these people actually get on these lists. And, of course, we don't get any entire list. But we need to realize that these people are all working together for that new world order, which is basically being put together through the Jeffrey Epstein web that we mentioned earlier, through Mossad, through the CIA, through MI6, through the FBI. All of these groups are working together in cohort because they're the ones that have been put in the positions of power, and many of them are non-elected officials, and they cannot be taken out of power. Even if we wanted to get them out of power, we couldn't, we couldn't get them out of power. So it's very interesting this is happening, and we're kind of sitting back and wondering why in the world you know, we're all being put through this – how should I say – this theater. I watched the video this morning. I was talking about the COVID vaccine was a DOD, Department of Defense. We covered this two or three weeks ago, you know, group of people that got together and orchestrated the entire thing starting under Obama. This has been planned that far back. That far back has been planned. And, and they're saying now that basically they weren't tested properly. And all these different papers are coming out through the Freedom of Information Act, you know, pesky little thing that turned into for these people. And all these people are now beginning to be exposed for what they are and what they did. But the mainstream media, which is again controlled by the same group that controls Davos, they're basically telling you nothing about any of this stuff. They're ignoring it because they don't want you to have the full information about what's really happening. But John Whitehead had an excellent comment and commentary today. And he said, don't trust the government with your privacy your property or your freedoms. And here's what he says. Don't trust the government with your privacy, digital or otherwise. In the two decades since 9-11, the military security industrial complex has operated under a permanent state of emergency that in turn has given rise to a digital prison that grows more confining and inescapable by the day. 
wall-to-wall surveillance monitored by AI software and fed to a growing network of fusion centers render the twin concepts of privacy and anonymity almost void by conspiracy with corporations. The Department of Homeland Security fueled a massive influx of money into surveillance and policing of our cities under a banner of the emergency response and counterterrorism. When 9-11 happened. I was absolutely appalled back in 2001. Uh, I was sitting there watching it. And I had a bad guy here. His name was Dexter, and he was working on my AC system in the house. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody calls me up and says, Ted, turn on the TV. I still had cable back then. And sure enough, here, every major network tuned to 9-11, tuned to the trade towers, tuned to all of this stuff. And I'm sitting here going, this sure looks like a controlled demolition to me. It really looks weird. And I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is crazy. Well, then PBS came out with a basically a, a show that showed that it was not a controlled demolition, that the top floor started to pancake down and, you know, around the solid steel, solid concrete, pre-stressed concrete core where the stairwells were. But they never explained why the core of the stairwell fell down. They never explained any of that. And I started realizing there was something else going on. So then right after that, we had the Olympics. I believe they were over in China or someplace like that. And somebody posted uh, 9-11 Mysteries, the real reason of 9-11. And it was a video. And I had really slow internet at that time. I mean, it was like dial-up. It was ridiculous. And I, you know, was using it and basically working with it. And it took like a, like four hours to watch an hour and a half video. And and I watched this 9/11 mysteries and I started asking all of these questions. And it didn't really accuse anybody of anything. It just asked all these questions that were so strange and unanswered, including the Solomon Building, which I'd never heard of. And I finally started to wake up to what was really going on. And then George W. The dumb one. He came in and basically said, oh, by the way, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists, blah, blah, blah. And also the Homeland Security thing, all the rest of it was started, which is basically the exact wordage format usage of the enabling act that Germany used to basically suspend their constitution after Hitler was put into power. So all of this stuff happened, you know, very, very quickly, you know, after 9-11, including the attacking of Afghanistan, which had nothing to do with 9-11. That was to bring the poppy fields back into existence because there was a massive shortage of heroin. And all of this stuff started happening. I started looking at it and analyzing. This is over 20 years ago now. And I started thinking, something ain't right. And then I watched the movie you know, the, online, Loose Change, which is another really good one. Basically, the guy who put that together got basically eviscerated for that. And then I watched from 9-11 to uh, JFK. You know, from JFK to 9-11, it's a rich man's trick. And that one locked in a lot more of the information that I had. And then I started digging deeper into what was going on. And it started going back to the secret societies, and it started going back to MI6 and CIA and Mossad and all the rest of this stuff. And it started going back to the rebuilding of the Third Temple. And all this stuff is interlocked in a giant web of confusion that has the nexus in the middle of the entire world being run through a new world order, through a one world government with a one world religion operated by the Kabbalist Luciferian sect that basically are a doomsday cult that run through Shabbat. And, and I looked at it and I said, this can't be right. And I started analyzing it from all these different perspectives, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. And I started to see all the influx of all the different things. You got all the stuff with Bohemian Grove. And then what happens is this. They take the people that are doing alt media, and little by little, I've watched this. They start to comply to become propaganda agents for the new world order. They don't talk about the rebuilding of the Third Temple. They don't talk about the influence that Israel had in the Kennedy assassination of the Israel influence as far as the banking sector and how they're tied together with Davos. They don't talk about anything with Zionism. They don't talk about, you know, George Untermeyer, you know, Samuel Untermeyer or, or the, the guy who did the Schofield Reference Bible. None of that's tied into anything. Articles are never printed. Articles are never published. Articles are never posted that tie this stuff together. 
And I started digging deeper and deeper and deeper into it. And that's why I finally put together this ancient Canaanite religious cult, this doomsday cult that runs the planet that's trying to bring in a one-world government under Lucifer. And I thought, well, that ties together with what the Bible says. It ties together with what the Word of God says. It ties together with the synagogue of Satan. It ties together with all of this stuff. And then Austin, a few weeks ago, of course, brought in John, and he started talking about you know children of the devil and quoting you directly from Scripture. And, and that's the only scenario that takes together all of the pieces of this puzzle and makes it into a, like a printed page that's understandable. You think, well, gosh, Ted, it still seems really complicated, and it is. But I've watched all of these alt – not all of them. So many of the alt-media people, they start off talking and telling the truth, and all of a sudden they're marginalized. All of a sudden their revenue streams are stopped. All of a sudden they're shadow banned. And all of a sudden they can't go out and do this anymore and talk about it anymore, and they have no way to support themselves or basically to earn money to pay the bills or to eat food, period. That's it. And so I've watched all this, or their sponsors are being told or tell, are telling them you can't talk about this or we're going to drop the revenue that we're giving you for the advertising. And I, and I sit back and I just shake my head and I go, can it be all of them? Or, or they bring somebody on. Let's say about this one too. They bring somebody on who says something really controversial. A lot of it has to do with January the 6th. And suddenly now they're under investigation, and suddenly they're being told, well, if you do this, this, and this, we're not going to do anything to you, but you're going to have to start you know, following this plan as far as what you're going to put out on the news feeds. I've, I've seen it repeatedly, and, I, and that's just something I'm not going to do. If I have to compromise myself because of some whatever, I'm just going to not do the show anymore. That's all we're going to do. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, be, I'm not going to allow myself to be put into a position where I'm being told what I can and can't say because we still have the First Amendment in this country. We do, and I'm going to stand by it. We've got the Second Amendment, and we're going to continue to proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord on the show, and that we're sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, and that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, and that this is the day the Lord hath made it. I will rejoice, and I will be glad in it. I'm going to continue to pray for you guys every day of my life. And you know, and then we start to understand why the Scripture says, Oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? But we understand that Jesus overcame both death, hell, and the grave. And he's an omnipresent God that sits at the right hand of God Almighty himself is also omnipresent with the Holy Spirit is also omnipresent. And they basically monitor the earth's affairs and they intervene with that guess they feel is necessary. And they're watching all of this stuff and letting this freedom of will play itself out, but they're omnipresent. They already know how the end is going to happen. So that's why it's so important that we keep our faith and our heart in Jesus every day of our life. And yesterday I went into detail about walking in love and walking in forgiveness and realizing that without Christ, you know, we have no hope. And that's what we need to understand. I mean the truth may be inconvenient, but it's still the truth for these people who understand this because there's no other solution besides Jesus to get us through any of this stuff. I mean none. There is no solution, and that's what we have to understand. You know, Whitehead goes on to say, he goes, don't trust the government with your finances. He's the U.S. government, and that includes the current administration is spending money it doesn't have on a program it can't afford. We, the taxpayers, are being forced to foot the bill for the government's fiscal insanity. Don't trust the government with your health. For all intents and purposes, we the people have become lab rats of the government's secret experiments, which include MK Ultra and the U.S. military's secret race-based testing of mustard gas for more than 660,000 enlisted men. Don't trust the government with your life. At a time when the growing numbers of unarmed people have been shot and killed for just standing a certain way or moving a certain way or holding something, anything, the police could misrepresent as a gun or igniting some trigger-eccentric fear in a police officer's mind has nothing to do with the actual threat to their safety. Even the most benign encounters with police can now have fatal consequences. The number of Americans killed by military-trained police personnel continues to grow. Don't trust the government with your freedoms. For years now, the government's been paying a cat-and-mouse game with the American people, letting us enjoy just enough freedom to think we were free, but not enough to actually allow us to live as free people. 
freedom no longer means what it once did. This holds true whether you're talking about the right to criticize the government in word or deed, the right to free the government, be free from the government surveillance, or the right you have to your person for your property subjected to the warrantless searches by government agents. And this goes right back to what I talked about with what happened with 9-11. You know, when 9-11 happened, when we basically had the Patriot Act issued, I had people that were friends of mine, people that were circuit court judges, all these different people that were jumping up and applauding that we were attacking Afghanistan. And I said, wait a minute. We don't have Afghanistan had anything to do with this. It looks more like it was Saudi Arabia than anybody else. It looks like Mossad was involved. The CIA was involved. I said, why are we attacking a country until we've got proof? Well, again, I was to put the poppies back into Afghanistan and get the heroin running for the CIA to be able to run us black ops. And, and this is the thing. That Patriot Act was bad. It was really, really bad. Uh, David Icke, who I, who I like as far as his writing style, I don't agree with him. He's on a lot of stuff because he's not a Christian. He wrote a book called The Trigger. It's a long book. It's a thousand pages. It's worth the read. It goes into detail about the Kabbalist group of Luciferians that are running the planet. It does. It doesn't really call them that, but it's still he calls them the cult, the doomsday cult. And it, this is who is the one group that continues to be the centerpiece of all of this stuff. And i got to give David Icke credit for having the chutzpah to do that. Now, he's been banned in so many countries, I can't even speak anymore. And, I, and again, he's not a Christian, but remember, the only type of Christianity he's ever known is the Church of England, which is totally corrupt. The Catholic Church is totally corrupt. You know, the, the current pope is a nightmare. They were you know, the back in the back in the sixties. He was working. He, he was working in Argentina, turning over his parishioners and having them basically taken out of a, on C one thirty transport ships or whatever they were using back then, dumped off in the ocean with concrete blocks tied around them, because they were getting rid of the people that were the dissidents. This pope was involved in that, and then he was involved with getting the Vatican Bank to run you know drugs from drug money from the sale of the Southeast Asia opium. All of this stuff goes on and on and on. You can read about that in the book. The, CIA, the Operation Gladio, the unholy alliance between the CIA, the mafia, you know, you, you know, and the Vatican. All these things are tied together in that same nexus that I talked about a few minutes ago of the group that runs the planet through these international banks, through BlackRock, State Street, and Vanguard, and who control alt media. Probably 95 to 99 percent, to be honest with you, it's probably closer to 99 percent of alt media is being controlled. I knew a lady uh, one time. She was uh, – well, I'm not going to go into detail with it, but she had a talk show. And uh, she was going to get a dishonorable discharge in the government, in the military, and, and she basically uh, was told that if she was going to go on as a news information disinformation agent, that they would allow her to basically be on you know talk radio and be all turning into media and help support her financially, and she did. And I got a long letter from her husband, you know, her ex-husband, uh, about a 17-page letter giving me all a whole bunch of documentation and all this stuff, and I thought, wow, another one. And you start thinking about this stuff, and you go, how in the world are so many people? Get so many views on YouTube when the Ted Dawson Brower show was banned on YouTube, what, six, seven years ago? It was a long time ago we were banned. Way before nine, way before this stuff happened with COVID, Dawson and I were banned and taken down. And you, and you ask yourself a question. You go, why do these people come from nowhere? I mean absolutely nowhere. No one's ever heard of them. I mean they don't even make sense when they talk half of them aren't even educated. And all of a sudden they're at national prominence. Look at Cortez. is a perfect example of that. Suddenly she's a congresswoman. Suddenly the media covers her all of the time. Well, these are the media golden children, the golden child, you could say. They're put in a position of power that they don't deserve, that they're not educated for, to be mouthpieces of ignorance is all they are. And they say stuff and spew stuff that they can't even understand. Why? Because they want to be the ones that are in centerpiece. And guys, listen to me. You know, Be careful who you listen to in all media. If they're not talking about the third temple – if they're not talking about Shabbat, if they're not talking about Jeffrey Epstein, if they're not talking about his Mossad connection, if they're not talking about basically the Antichrist, 
be really, really careful. And if they start slamming Christianity, be very, very careful. Because the truth is, Christianity is the only hope that we have as a people on this world to get over all this stuff. We're it. Christianity's it. And the pastors in the pulpit have been completely and totally compromised that they don't want to speak the truth. We've talked about that all week. And that's not all of the pastors. There's some really good patriot pastors out there that are out there every Sunday morning and online doing this and telling you guys and wanting you guys to know the truth. But the reality is the vast majority of them are basically compromised. They're more concerned about their giving units and how many people are in attendance. They're not offending anybody. They are about telling the truth. We can't be that way. We have to be children of the light. We have to stand for what God has done for us and proclaim the gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus all the days of our life. And then we've got to realize that this is the day the Lord hath made, and we will be glad in it. We will rejoice in it because listen to me again. I've told you this for weeks. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you. Take hold of it. The Bible says the kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time, and only forceful men take hold of it. Take hold of what you know the gospel is. Don't let them put you into a cupboard somewhere and close the door. You proclaim who Jesus is. You pray out loud when you're in church. You pray out loud when you're in the restaurant. You pray out loud with you were, with you, when you were with your friends. You be bold. You let people know, I'm a Christian. And I stand for freedom. And I stand for the Lord Jesus Christ every day of my life. Austin, what do you think? And what's your next story, bud? You're absolutely right. And this is why we bring up so many different topics on the show that a lot of people won't cover. I mean, why is it that, you know, this whole thing with Balenciaga just completely and totally left alt media? They're not even bringing up the unbelievably sick, perverted photos that they disseminated all across the country. I mean, everybody saw it. But yet suddenly, oh, it's, oh it's no big deal. We're not going to talk about it anymore. Well, one of the reasons why it's not getting talked about is because Ella Imhoff, which is Kamala Harris, her stepdaughter, is one of the main brand ambassadors for Balenciaga and has been for years now, including a runway model for Balenciaga. That's why they're not talking about it. That's why nobody wants to bring it up. Yet it's ironic that that was one of the most, one of the most bold proclamations from these globalist banker boys on what they're involved in and what they do and the perversion they're involved in with these kids. I mean, those photos were horrific and yet nothing week or so goes by nobody talks about it anymore nobody wants to bring it up business as usual you know let's let's talk about the next theater show we're going to have and then i saw an article earlier here and uh, it was from ian fitness and he he said it's house resolution 10 now they just got submitted to congress.gov and as we're seeing mass homelessness crime waves all across the country in certain areas law-abiding citizens being disarmed inflation through the roof in certain areas Congress put together House Resolution 10, directing the Fine Arts Board to obtain a bust of the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, for display in the House of Representatives wing of the United States Capitol. Yes, I just said that. That is a House Resolution bill they have now submitted. They want to put a statue of Zelensky in the representatives wing of the U.S. Capitol. Guys, you can't make up a level of insult that big. I mean, while we're at it, why don't we put a bust up of you know Stalin? We're doing all that. I mean, we're going to a level of sheer stupidity, and yet I still talk to people. Oh, you know, Ukraine needs our help. Are you kidding me right now? Are you joking me right now? Do you know what level of insult it is the American population that they are saying they want to put a statue from a president of another country in the House of Representatives? Well, yeah, again, it's designed to continually cripple and essentially 
dismantle and completely delegitimize the United States. That's what they're doing right now. That's why you see so many things and you're like, this is a clown show. That's not by accident. It's intentional. They're intentionally doing it to make the United States a laughing stock of the entire world. And quite frankly, they're doing a really good job at it. While at the same time, they don't want you talking about anything that's going on behind the scenes, like Dad said, with Mossad or the CIA or any of the operations that have been ongoing. I mean, now you've got this whatever, whether this is theater, whether this is just total pure corruption. Again, now they're talking about all these classified documents that have been found now at uh, President Biden when he was a VP. The, the Penn Biden Center established in 2018, they found 10 documents with classified markings found in his office when he was VP. The VP, by the way, doesn't have the ability to declassify anything. Yet, mainstream media, oh, well, this isn't that big of a deal. And I made a joke. I told my buddy last night. I said, well, I'm really excited to see the uh, upfront CNN footage of the FBI raid whenever they get ready to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see that footage, you know, because CNN always seems to get upfront footage to everything that they want to make sure they display. Like, you know, when you see this, like with Roger Stone, and you see this level of corruption, you've got to get it out there and call it out for what it is. And this is why we continually have done the show. But that's spot on. I've seen it as well. There's a lot of people in all media that continually get enormous amount of coverage, but yet don't want to talk about the real things that are happening behind the scenes. And quite frankly, it's because they've been told they can only talk about certain things. Now, quietly, they have now extended the COVID emergency on the Omicron subvariant XBB.1.5 now. Oh, yeah, this is going to continue to go on. The extended COVID emergency was extended once again on Wednesday as the first one was imposed January 2023 years later the US is still under a covid emergency despite Biden claiming the pandemic is over and what's ironic about this is this allows a lot of different operations with the military with the pharmaceutical industrial complex to operate with impunity. This is why they're continually doing this, because there is no emergency. There, as Dad said earlier, we've already seen the documents. DARPA was working on RNA gene therapy all the way back from 2012. This has been a very, very long-term plan. And so they're not just going to pull off the emergency use or the emergency, you know, as far as declaration right now. They've got to keep this in place so they can continue to push their agenda and they continually have that blanket immunity due to this emergency authorization that's continually going on. And what's ironic about this is there are still some people out there that are actually falling for this completely and totally moronic lie now. I mean, if you didn't get it a couple of years ago, I mean, you can't. I can't even begin to explain any further how crazy this has gotten. But again, you've got to keep people in a state of fear. Remember, if you can keep people fearful, it's much, much easier to control them. Like Ted said earlier, with the Patriot Act, with after 9-11, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. Remember how it was with COVID? You're either with us and stopping the spread or you're a grandma killer. There was nothing in between. There was no opening for free thinkers or for people to say, I don't think that makes any sense. How about we start addressing the entire country on national television about getting their immune system stronger right now? You're admitting we have a virus in the country that's spreading rapidly. It's a bioweapon. And we need to encourage everyone right now to get their immune system strong, to get off the sugar, to make sure they're taking high doses of vitamin C every day, to get their D3 levels up, to get their zinc in their system, to make sure they're taking potassium iodide, 
No, not a single word of that. Not one single time anywhere on mainstream media was that brought up because it wasn't for your safety and protection. It was all about domination, control, and fear. That's what I said from the very beginning when it started, once we started to realize what was going on with it. And the crazy part about this is I pulled up an article earlier from the uh, – I was just going through headlines on the Gateway Pundit and a few other sites. And, I mean, these are these are headlines just in the last, like, two days. High school student develops blood clots in his brain nine days following vaccine. Medical records state adverse reaction of the vaccine. Another one. 16-year-old basketball player suffers stroke while in school. I mean, that doesn't even normally happen ever. Another headline. Second high school student dies suddenly within a week in Las Vegas after suffering cardiac arrest. Another one. Kindergarten student in Ohio dies suddenly. Don't understand why. I mean, guys, these are just headlines from like two days ago, last today and yesterday. This is just becoming a normal occurrence all across the country, and everybody that's awake has to start addressing this and really, really, really needs to get the truth out there. The sad part about it is a lot of people have already gone through and gotten this clot shot. And that's why I've encouraged people, if you have done it or you have family, make sure you're taking precautions with your health with the COQ10 ubiquinol that I talked about earlier this week, the vitamin E, the magnesium. Take supplements that are going to help the body and help with circulation and help out with blood flow because clearly there's a problem. You don't start having 16-year-old healthy girls have strokes you don't have six-year-olds and five-year-olds suddenly dying randomly with no idea why. And 18-year-old high school students that are in top peak of their life having cardiac arrest on the field. This isn't normal. This cannot be normal. And what they've done now is they've continually been gaslighting everybody by saying, oh, this is why this is happening. This is why this is happening. Justification after justification, which it's all bold-faced lies. But they're going to keep pushing the narrative because then people go, oh, well, see – you have it there. It's climate change. That's what it is. That's why people are dying suddenly. It's because of climate change, like the article I brought up to you guys the other day. Oh, it's because people are taking too many naps on the couch. That was another headline. Oh, it's because people are working outside and doing yard work. That's why they're having cardiac arrest suddenly when they're 20 years old. These are all continual lies that they're pushing because they want to control the narrative. We have to talk about the truth, and we will continue to do so. So continue to get the truth out there every single day. But when I saw some of these headlines, and it's frustrating because I'm a dad, and to see and know that these kids, it, you know, the peak health of their life are having these problems. And the sad part about it is it's frustrating to me because most of these kids didn't elect to get the shot. <laughs> they didn't say, I want to go get a shot. Their parents consented to allow them to go get the shot in most cases. And this is what we've seen now, and this is why they've continually desensitized parents to going along with this protocol right at birth. I brought it up the other day in detail. I mean, right when this beautiful baby comes out of the womb, oh, vitamin K and hep B, why are we doing those? You don't ask questions, peasant. We got a needle here loaded for your baby. Shut up and let them take the shot. Sign off on it. Oh, oh, I don't, uh, do I really have to? No, you don't have to, but you need to. Do you want your baby to die? Why is he going to die? He's super healthy. Nope, he needs to have B shot and vitamin K. I told you guys, I had a customer. I have an ampule right here. I just picked it up. Ampule vitamin K that they give them right at birth. It's got 100 micrograms of aluminum in it. It says it right on the label. Aluminum is a known neurotoxin. There is no legitimate purpose at all to inject a baby with vitamin K if the mother has had proper prenatal nutrition. 
That's why our ultimate prenatals that we have is loaded with a healthy dose of vitamin K and D3 and everything the mother and baby needs. This concept is continually being pushed from birth until essentially death. And they've gotten so many parents now desensitized into believing that their children have to be repetitively injected that there are parents now that are saying, okay, here's my six month old. Here's my one year old. Go ahead and inject him with RNA gene therapy. That's experimental. And it's frustrating. And as us as patriots, as Christians, as Americans, it's our duty to do the best we can to inform families. Because remember, our kids, that's the next generation, these younger kids right now, they're going to be the ones that are left to pick up all this mess later on. And it is our duty and responsibility to protect them as much as we physically can. What do you think, Deb? You know, Austin, the whole thing about, you know, about doing this to the kids and then wondering why they're having these health problems is mind boggling to me. I mean, it really is because I mean, you know, it, but it goes right back to the programming that the parents have had for the past 40 years as far as all the vaccines they've given their children. Remember, this isn't just the parents that are doing this. These parents had children who have been all vaccinated and their parents before them had children who have been all vaccinated. It's been going on for four generations now. It's been going on and on and on. The programming and the mindset of following mainstream medicine and doing everything that you're told to do for the bulk of the American population, especially when it comes to vaccinations, is unbelievable how strong it is. It's like fluoride treatments. You know, it's been going on since the 40s. How many times you go to the dentist? They don't even tell you they do a fluoride treatment on your teeth. They don't even tell you. They, they basically just do it unless you tell them not to because they're so programmed to believe that fluoride, which is a neurotoxin, is okay to put on your teeth and it's not going to get in your body when it can absorb right underneath your tongue. It's insane. Or you can swallow it. When, when Harvard has come out and said that fluoride is one of, the, you know, one of the main things that causes a massive drop in IQ in children who are basically bottle-fed and they use fluorinated water, fluorinated formula. I mean it's incredible that people think they can put neurotoxins like fluoride, which is also used as a rat poison, into your body, and it's okay when they know it causes neurodegenerative conditions. But they do it anyhow. So that's why the parents that are injecting these children, they've been programmed. They're not thinking through this. They're the ones who are still taking their children to get their 76 shots, and they have gotten them. So the kid's now 16, 17 years old. They say, you got to get another shot. No big deal. We've already done 76. So let's do another one. And they don't think through about the side effects because they've been conditioned. That's why they bring children in to get shot up. You know, immediately when they're born, they get the, you know, the, uh, the vitamin K shot and the hepatitis shot. They're born. And their body can't even produce antibodies at that point. And it dumps a huge amount of you know, neurotoxin into these children. But they don't care. It's just what they do. And that's the thing that I can't stand about pediatricians. They won't open their eyes and see what they're doing. They won't look at it. Oh, well, we don't know why these kids are all coming down with autism, but we get our big bonus from Blue Cross Blue Shield because we have a 99% you know, vaccine approval rate or whatever. And this, this is a group that basically will not pay attention to what they're doing. They, a lot of these guys have high IQs. That's a fact. But their emotional quotient, their EQ, but their ability to basically have abstract, concrete thought and think through problem-solving exercises and say, wonder if I'm part of this. Remember that quote I gave you a few weeks ago? And it said that you know, the real true sign of intelligence is to be able to take a situation and be objective and look at both sides of the argument. You know, Why is this person doing this and why is this other person doing this back? Why is this person suing and why is this other person getting sued? I mean why in the world are both sides doing this and why is the – group basically so involved in these lawsuits that they don't know what else to do that's the question we have to ask each other isn't it we've got to try to figure out exactly you know what's going on on both sides of this agenda and that's what we try to do now i'm, I'm going to issue a little bit of an alert here real quick and i'm just going to sound weird to you guys i don't really talk about this on the show 
But I've been getting a lot of emails and a lot of questions. I had another one call me up this morning about problems with ED. Yeah, we're going to go there right now. People that have never had a problem with ED, and if you don't know what ED is, you don't even know what it means. You can look it up. And all of a sudden, they're finding out that they can no longer perform properly. And I've seen that with a lot of people now that have contacted me who have not taken the clot shot. And I think the only way to explain this is that they've either released something else into the environment. I mean, a lot of people have been real bad sore throats, or they've, a lot of people basically have been shed upon by the vaccines that have basically been injected to other people. But this is a major issue now with a lot of guys. And, you know, the sad part about this is, is that I'm not talking about the guys that are 90 years old here. I'm talking about guys that are still, you know, functional and in their prime. And suddenly we're finding this in more and more and more people, which is something that I thought was a bit odd. But, you know, is there something else they've released as a bioweapon? And so I don't know. Or is there something else from the shedding? Don't know. But I do know this. It may be directly affecting testosterone production. That could be what's going to be going on, too. Call Austin up and get a testosterone stack at the office. There's like four different products that you take for that. He can cover that you know, at the end of the show. Really, really, really important. Make sure you take your HGH stimulate every single day. Because remember, guys, you need to be able to perform. Because if you don't, you're going to massively increase the risks of prostate cancer. Just thought I'd mention that. And so try to make sure you're taking enough vitamin E and cod liver oil. Keep that blood thin. Really important. Take at least you know 50 milligrams of zinc every single day. All of these things are critical for you. In the event that this whatever this thing is they've released here recently again is affecting you, and I'm, I'm probably going to get a boatload of letters saying, "Hey, it's affected me too." Because people, you know, guys are kind of embarrassed to talk about that. That's why I want to bring it up on the show right now. But it's very important that people know that. If, if, if I had not seen it and repeatedly heard about it, I wouldn't have brought it up. But something else is going on with that too. And by the way, U.S. birth rates have now reached record lows. Even though the number of kids, most people say they want, remain steady. This is by Sarah Hafer, the Ohio State University. It says birth rates are falling in the United States after the highs of the baby boom of the 20th century and the lows of the baby bust in the 1970s. Birth rates were relatively stable for 50 years. But during the Great Recession from 2007 to 2009, birth rates declined sharply. And they've kept falling. In 2007, the average birth rates were right around two children per woman, which, by the way, will not reproduce the population. By 2021, levels have dropped to an additional 20 percent, close to the lowest level in a century. And, you know, you have to ask yourself this question. And, of course, they try to blame it on all these different societal factors, et cetera. But a lot of it basically is something that you got to look at from a testosterone standpoint and from a libido standpoint. When the libido drops down real low because it's lower testosterone – you don't have reproductive capability. You really don't. When the zinc drops too low, you don't have reproductive capability. And a lot of these things are being directly affected by the food in the environment. And plus, on top of everything else, we don't know what in the heck they're doing with 5G, what frequencies they're putting out all around us. These 5G towers are everywhere. And the sad part about it is, is that if we don't understand what 5G is and how it's a weapon system and what can do to you from a frequency standpoint – there can be all kinds of problems associated with that, too. But make sure you keep your testosterone levels up. It's really, really important. By the way, Canada has suffered the same mysterious air system outage as the U.S. delaying more flights. To me, this seems like it's a beta test to go in and shut down the air traffic system. Because if they actually do declare martial law and we do go into a civil war in the United States, which I hope and pray does not happen. I really do. So don't want to be part of that. They're not going to want people to be able to move freely and unmolested on their way. You know, they can shut down the interstate, shut down the air traffic control system. They can shut down all of the stuff. If they can do it with a flip of a computer switch, how easy will it be to do that? 
but don't they need a beta test at first to find out how they can disrupt it all and shut it all down? I'm just being really, really speculative here, but this seems very, very strange. Also, uh, now, there's something else going on in Iran. They're now having, and Brian bringing in their own S-400 system. It's called the Bavars 373. It's going to supposed to be deployed in Syria. Supposedly, it's going to be able, capable of tracking an F-35 stealth plane. Now, whether or not that's true or not, I don't know. But the reality is, is that, you know, we have been seeing a lot of war jangling, war rhetoric about the United States and Russia and other countries basically ending up in a nuclear war, which I don't believe is going to ever happen. But they can do all kinds of things to the infrastructure by shutting off utilities and electricity and telling you that you can't cook on gas and you can't have propane stored. Yeah, they can do that too, can't they? They can tell you that you have to drive an electric car so they can control. This control grid through AI is being built around us. See, what they've done is they've they put us in a cage with 9-11 and the Patriot Act. Now, we don't see the cage because the bars are electronic and they're invisible, but it's still a cage nonetheless. So because we don't see the bars and we don't think that we're in a cage, we don't want to rebel against it. We just kind of go along to get along, which is the vast majority of the population. And suddenly, before it's, before you realize it, they flip all these switches. And when they flip the switches, all of these freedoms and all these things you've known all of your life just vanish, including the ability to buy food. That's why we always tell you, keep some food stored up. You know, Keep some fresh water stored up. You know, keep some propane stored up if you've got gas and realize that if you allow yourself enough time, they can't keep it locked down eventually forever because what's going to happen is the entire infrastructure is going to collapse. And they see that and they know that I mean, with the debt load we have and the quadrillions and derivatives of exposures we have. There's a lot of money out there that's owed to a lot of people. They've got to close it down long enough to bring in the Great Reset and to basically bring in a new banking sector that may be one week, two, three, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. Who knows? How long is it going to take to do that, to cut it all in and make it all work properly or to test it? So why in the world are air traffic control systems going out suddenly in both the United States and Canada? Strange, isn't it, when you start to really think about all of the stuff that's happening? By the way, Britain is going to be hit with another um, polar blast combined with a Scandinavian storm system. It's going to put a lot of water and a lot of rain and a lot of snow. In addition to what else with Britain now, their single-use plastic cutlery and plates are going to be banned in England. Now, I have mixed emotions about that, all right? Single-use plastic cutlery and plates are one of the most polluting things ever because they're a one-off. You use them one time, you throw them away, you put them in a landfill or try to recycle them or whatever you try to do with them. But the problem is, is that they're very, very pollutive. They're like straws, right? They're like you know plastic straws. Personally, I like using plastic cutlery if we have people come by the house and we have 10 or 12 couples coming over and we have a party here. You know, Me and Austin and the family come over and have this party. But the problem with it is, is that it's very, very pollutive. So – I got to go along with this one. As much as I like using plastic straws and plastic spoons, they kind of need to go away, kind of like the dinosaur. They're very, very pollutive, and especially the straws and all the stuff that ends up in the oceans and the aquifer and all the other stuff. A lot of that stuff, we just have to go back to regular you know, spoons and knives and forks and be able to just wash them. And you think, well, I think that's being silly. To I know it's being silly. It's my own personal opinion on that. But this stuff is very, very, very pollutive it really really is and we need to understand that and you know and also i want to talk to you guys a little bit about 9-11 again i know i covered a little about that to start with i really urge you to listen and watch those videos i mentioned i'm gonna post them on this on the information on the show basically 9-11 you know we would we want to cover that like 9-11 discussed 9-11 mysteries from jfk to 9-11 and loose change watch all those videos for the new listeners and realize what's really going on especially from jfk to 9-11 instead of watching a movie tonight just turn that on it's about a three and a half hour video it's long 
not from JFK to 9-11. It's a rich man's trick is the name of it. And watch that and understand how far it goes back into the Harrimans and the railroad money and all the different bankers and everybody who's involved with the JFK assassination and how this shadow government of really high elected officials and unelected officials and you know Masonic leaders have been involved in orchestrating this new world order for a really, really long time. And you'll understand more of it. But ask yourself the question. Who's at the nexus? The nexus always has to be the money changers. It has to be because without the money, that's what makes the world go around. Without that, they can't do anything. I love you guys, and I appreciate you so much. I had the opportunity to pray for you today, and I really want you to do your best to pray for us if you can. And I want to thank you for your support of Health Masters. It really means the world to me and the world to Austin. Austin, go ahead and talk about the testosterone stack here in the last few minutes and what you do with that so that people can hear what that is. Really important with whatever this stuff is now they're releasing on the people, especially the guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. You're exactly right. And one of the main things that has been one of the goals of the depopulation agenda and reducing the overall men, so to speak, real men in the country, that's one of the most effective things you can do is lower the testosterone. Now, one thing that has caused a lot of that is what's called endocrine disruptors or like things like BPA, uh, certain toxics in the environment, certain compounds in food. They specifically have been shown to lower testosterone production and cause fertility issues. So plastic, definitely want to stay away from it. Drinking out of water bottles and stuff like that, especially plastic ones. You don't need to be doing like Zephyr Hills bottles, the ones you just trash. Uh, I try to very rarely ever drink out of those. Those are loaded with BPA. Uh, The next thing is making sure you're exercising and getting active. I can't tell you and stress how important that is because even just three to four days a week of resistance training, you know, weight training, even if you don't have a dumbbell set at your house, you can do push-ups on the floor. You can do sit-ups. You can do bodyweight squats. Even if you're doing, you know, 100 reps, I promise you, you do 100 reps, bodyweight squats, I don't care who you are, it will get your heart rate going. It may not, you know, you're not going to get super big and strong, but it's going to increase your body's natural testosterone production. Our bodies were not meant to be sedentary, to sit around for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 hours a day and do nothing. They're not meant for that. They're meant to be active, exercising, adequate water as well, making sure you're properly hydrated. And then some of the top nutrients that I have found work very effective is the Tribulus and or Testo Plus. The Testo Plus is the Tongat Alley formula with a few other things. The Tribulus is pure Tribulus, and they both can be taken together or they can be taken separately depending on what your budget is and how much you're trying to increase overall natural testosterone production. The other ones that need to be in there, zinc, vitamin E, HGH stimulate. The HGH stimulate is a vasodilator. The vitamin E helps out with blood flow and zinc is important to every part of reproductive health, including the immune system as well. Zinc is crucial. Now, another one that I always say, it's not mandatory in that kit, but it should just be a staple base is the ultimate multiple. That way you're giving your body full spectrum, bioactive B vitamins and nutrients. It needs to function properly. And then you start adding in, say like the tribulus, the vitamin E, the zinc, the HGH stimulate. And you couple that with proper hydration, proper sleep, proper diet, and proper exercise, you will be shocked on how much better you feel, better energy, and overall better better drive as a male. Because this is what they have gone after for decades now. This is what I brought up the other day, why they've been trying to emasculate the men. They constantly want men to no longer be men. This is because real men storm the beaches of Normandy. Real men fight back and stand up. Real men get in front of their family and do everything they can to the death to protect their family. That's what real men do, but they don't want that. They want people to be docile and simply just subservient. 
lay on the couch, watch Netflix, eat your MSG Doritos and drink your diet soda and, you know, watch your little TV shows they put out every season to keep you occupied or watch your NFL, whatever it is. And I'm not picking on anybody in particular as far as, you know, different shows. Everybody's got different things they like. So I'm not going to lecture you about that. But always make sure you're taking care of your body, man, and you're staying in at least the best shape you possibly can. It's not difficult to get in 10, 15 minutes of exercise a day at the very least. It's not. Everybody that says, oh, I don't have time for that or I, don't, I can't do this or I'm busy, but then they'll turn around when they get home. They'll plop down on the couch for two or three hours and watch episode after episode or whatever show's on. It takes a few minutes, whether it be in the morning. I'm a nighttime exerciser. I like to work out after I work. Sometimes people like to train first thing in the morning and get it out of the way. But whatever you do, make sure you're doing the best you can to stay in proper shape and adequate health to protect your family and continue to support your friends and family and our country. I mean, this is what America was built on, was raising little Americans that stood up and fought for what they believed in. And people have to maintain that level in their heart of conviction saying, no, this isn't okay. No, I'm not going to go along with this. No, my family's not going to be exposed to this, or they're not going to accept this because it's wrong. And that's something everybody really needs to look at and evaluate. So those are a few key supplements that really help out with overall testosterone production. If you need anything, feel free to give us a call here at the office at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, my friends. Stay strong as always, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network. <laughs> 